sitting here in my home. Uh, Chris is out working, being like a wonderful provider for us. And, and today's my one day off. And I often call Tuesdays my errand day. And I love Tuesdays because I get so much done. And I was, I was sitting here. I wasn't sitting. I was actually working on, um, I was doing the dishes, putting an air mattress away, just kind of cleaning up, which feels so good. And that way I can have a great environment for when I actually sit down to focus on business, which is slowly approaching. And I'm very excited because I love what I do. So I was listening to a podcast and something in it sparked a memory that I had. Um, so I want to share a little bit <laughs> by the title of this episode. I'm sure you can guess what I'm talking about. Uh, let me share a little bit about myself, give you a little background. So growing up, um, I, I am usually and often I was looked at like a goodie two-shoe girl, like I go to church, I'm pumped about church, I love being good, I, I like following the rules. Um, of course, I was like a rebel in some ways, but I, I didn't even have a curfew growing up because just my parents just trusted me. I was I was a good kid, like I was a nice teenager to my parents, so that always helped and just like a good girl. Um, of course, in some ways in the background, I did some naughty and bad things. However, more often than not, I was very good. So being in the religion that we're in, um, being in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and this is not a religious, like if you're thinking, oh, she's going to talk about church, you, you don't have to turn off the podcast, but listen to this. I grew up not cursing. I grew up that if someone were to curse around me, it was like, oh, like they're so mad, I'm a little scared, or uh, like someone's fighting. It was just, it was like a peak emotional experience. And I still remember some fights that happened around me that I was like, oh my gosh, I thought we were all going to die and perish because they cursed. Because it was, it was just scary because it's not something I was around a lot. And, you know, I'd go to, I went to a public school in Phoenix, so there's definitely people who cursed all around me. And I remember back in my bad days when I was in, I had to be in like fifth or sixth grade. Um, I had some friends that knew that I was like the church girl, like the Mormon girl in a sense. And so they thought it'd be funny if they're like, hey, Melanie, say the F word. And I would say it. And that was just a thing that we did. And we kind of laughed about it. I would never use it outside of that. I never actually used it in language in like casual or cursing, mad or anything. Um, not to my remembrance, at least. Um, and so it was just a thing that they did. And then I, I kind of grew out of that. It came to a point where my dad said, and I probably, um, probably thanks to my dad, you know, thinking about it now, but. My dad said when he was younger, he used to curse, and he asked his best friend to punch him every time he cursed, and he said he he quickly stopped cursing. <laughs> so I think I kind of took that approach. Once I learned my dad stopped because he felt like it was just, there's no point, then I stopped. And then I started to think of cursing as like, only people who don't know how to have a creative language curse. I feel like it's just, it's pointless to curse when you're speaking, or even if a movie or a show is on, and it's like, they curse just to curse. I'm like, this is pointless. I just... And to me, it makes someone sound very unintelligent. Like they, they can't use their words to explain how they're feeling. So they just throw all these bombs out into their language. So now let me fast forward you to 2017. My sweet husband now, when we were dating, he kind of gave me an ultimatum because he, his life completely transformed from going to this kind of personal development success event. 
and it's called Core, Core Strength Experience by Michael Burnoff. And if if you have no idea who Michael Burnoff is, he's like, I can't even compare him to anyone you might know who's in, in the worldly knowledge of personal development or anything because he is so specific and I've never seen anyone do what he does because he does what he does extremely well and he is a master at it. Um, so I would say, do your own research. Look up Michael Burnoff. I know he's in Scottsdale. He, they now have their own facility. Like they've, they've really branded themselves really well since I've been to this event in 2017. So Chris gave me an ultimatum and he said, I am the person I am because of what I've learned with Michael. So I, like, I almost need you to go to this event so you can understand who I am so we can be on a level of understanding when we're married. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to this called core strength experience and um <laughs> there is a there is a part and I'm telling you what like I can I can't even explain to you what I experienced there because it was such a transformation and it's almost like a sacred thing to me now that I think about it because what happened on at that weekend changed my life forever here's why there was one part where I'm sure it was one of the first days where Michael was asking um what do you want to do you know, people want to ask, answer that saying like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? So all these people were going and through, through standing up in front of 300 people or so um, with a microphone so everyone can hear you. So lots of eyes, lots of attentions. There's lots of, it's, it's like, it's such an extreme moment <clears throat> to get up and talk at all. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I'm so excited about this and I'm, I have like cotton mouth, so I'm going to drink a water. So there's people standing up before I actually get the kahunis to stand up. And they encourage you to like, you want to invest in this so that you can have your transformation. So I was like, okay, this is my moment. So these people were getting up and they were answering their questions. And they're saying like, oh, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to have a good business. And Michael's like, what do you want to do? And then what? Okay, let's say you have that, then what do you want to do? And he went in so many, many, many deep levels of what do you want to do? And people would say, like, you know, I want to be a provider for my family. Great, you have that. What do you want to do? I want to be healthy. Great, you have that. What does that mean? What do you want to do? And he would just go so deep to where people would have, like, a, such an extreme aha moment. And when it came to me, I felt like, I mean, of course, when the attention's on you, you kind of feel a little different. Like, being, being just someone who's watching what's happening versus being the person it's happening to, the whole perspective changes. You're like, oh, it's not going to be that bad to stand up and answer. So I did. So I, I answered and I was like, you know, I want to live like a good life of progression. Great. What does that mean? I don't even care. What do you want to do? And, <laughs> and I remember I was probably standing for like 60 seconds total. And I kept answering and I don't remember my exact answers, but it was like, well, I want to live a good life. I want to get married. Great. What do you want to do? And it kind of finally came down to it to where I was like, I don't know. And I kind of, I felt like I kind of snapped back and I was getting a little teary eyed because there was that, you know, stress ball in your throat right before you cry. And you're just like so stressed out because like you're answering, you're doing what you're supposed to, but it's not working. And I was like, I don't know. And you know what he said to me? I've thought many times about how to say this on a podcast. There's only one way I can say it. And for anyone who has sensitive ears, you know, put it on mute right now. I'm going to say two words. He said, you're fucked. Sit down. And I was like, what? I have, let me tell you, I have never, ever been spoken to that way. I do not associate with people who tell me 
like I'm effed up or I'm effed, not effed up. That's way different. Like no one ever in my life has ever spoken to me that way. So it really like it flipped the trigger. And I was like, what the? And I stood, I, maybe he didn't say sit down, but I stayed up and he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to plan events. And he's like, there you are. My wife's a great event planner. That's what she's wanted to do for a long time. And she's so good at it because she does it. All, all you need to do, you don't need a business. You don't need an LLC license. You don't need anything else. Start planning events. What do you want to do? Plan events? Plan an event. And then I sat down and I remember just like being in tears and, and in our teams, we had accountability partners. So the girl next to me was my partner and she was like, you okay? And I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to plan events. And the whole thing went on and my life was forever changed. And that woke me up. And ever since then, I have found there's, there's times when you curse and I'm going to say cursing in business. There's times when you curse in business to make a point. What my husband does for his business is he does success coaching. So when you're coaching someone, I'm sure if anyone has been on a team or has seen a very, like, I don't know, teamish movie of a sport, you see how the coaches are really tough on their players because they want to push them. It's, it's like that. It's just deeper because there's so many people fighting what they have in their own mind and what story they're telling that they get so edged up. And for someone to tell them like, hey, you're effed, like sit down. You're not going to get anywhere with that kind of mindset. It's huge. And so when Chris does his events, um, there's, there's, there's a reason, there's a purpose for everything that happens. When Chris does events, when Chris does his coaching, even when like Chris and I are talking and if we are like just the other day, when we were talking, we were getting really passionate about what our goals are and, and how we're not, we're not working on them. And it was very like, such deep emotions that we like we cursed a little bit and sometimes when we're in a fight of course like that comes out but it's almost like we don't just like oh curse 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 it's more like like wake up or let's get it going or this is what I mean and it's very very purposeful in those moments so I this is completely different than how I grew up and I'm, I'm, I feel very vulnerable and scared to share this, but I feel like it's so important because there's even times where I have my clients and you, I mean, if you have a, if you're a business owner or if you have a client, you have to be, you have to really read those lines because that could really offend someone and turn them off. However, if that's what you're going for, you want to find the clientele that can have something told to them straight then maybe that's what you want to do. But that's, that's something you have to figure out for yourself. I don't, I don't, I don't ever curse in front of people I work with um, that I work like for and do events for because I don't feel like they're people that will take that well, nor do I have anything I need to tell them that's that serious. It's just not the same thing. So what I really want to say is the language that we use is so powerful. If you want to look this up, do some research, you'll find it really easily. Language is so powerful. Um, the, the more that we use like strong language... Uh, like, let's say if, you know, people have these, uh, what are they called, mantras or something, and you want your self-talk. If if I say, like, I am a coward, oh, that makes me feel awful. That makes me terribly want to change because I don't want to call myself a coward. I don't want anyone to call me a coward. I want to be strong. I want to be effective. I want to be productive. I want to be um, everything that I want to be. I don't want to be a coward. So the word coward is a stronger word than I'm scared. Like, okay, you're scared, but that's not creative enough. Like, get deeper. So language is so powerful for the good, the scary, the bad, the sad, but it's so, so effective. 
Remember that this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.